0: everybody welcome to another board game edition of the mfg cast this time this episode we decided we would talk about a couple of games we've been playing recently district noir and railroad railroad <laughs> railroad inc railroad inc we're going to be talking specifically about the arcade expansion that goes with the deep blue edition which we have but before we do that i thought we could talk about a topic that has happened to us recently that it's not great. No. Um, we switched our phones from Android to iOS. And Tracy had BG stats on her Android phone, and when we tried to switch it to I to I <laughs> when we tried to switch it to iOS, it lost basically all of our information. Our plays, our challenge, some of yeah. our games in our collection. Yeah,
1: it was all really like wonky. Yeah. So, we looked up online it's not possible to move from Android to iOS because you they they actually had two different creators or something that are two different people that created the apps for Android versus iOS. So, it is not seamless transition from one platform to the other. I couldn't think of the word. Yeah. One platform to the other. And so even if we backed up to BGG and things like that, like I'm going to be honest, I didn't even think about BG stats at all. Or before we started transitioning everything over, I would have handled that differently. Because of course we did it after the fact when we wanted to look at our challenges, and log some plays did we realize that uh, I didn't even have the app on my phone when it moved, and then when I went to pull it up, I had to buy it again. So, yeah, $4.99, whatever. You know, it's one-time purchase. Well, for me, it's a two-time purchase. (laughs) So $4.99 plus... We had to also pay, pay $1.99 to do the challenges portion of the app, also.
0: Which you didn't have to do on Android.
1: I think I might have paid that, oh, but really? I, to be honest with you, don't remember. Mm. So, so I had to double pay because they had to create two separate apps one for Android, one for Apple. And I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so we spent what? All night? Last night, just trying to make sure we had our games in there. Because sometimes we had it all the expansions for games, but not the base game. Or we had the base game and not the expansions. Or we had newer games that we had gotten, but not older ones. Or older ones and not newer ones. Like, there was no consistency and nothing that made any sense in regards to it. We lost... All of our play history. So everything that we've been tracking statistic-wise, statistic-wise, we have none of that anymore. So none of the insights for any of you that use BG Insights, like we lost all of that. So we don't get to see like like our index, which is like the amount of times you play a game, I think, and things like that. Like we lost so much.
0: Yeah. So we're basically kind of starting from scratch. Yep.
1: Yeah, so we spent the night trying to make sure we captured all of our games in there again, that we had all of them there. It had some old ones in there that didn't make sense. What else did we end up having to do? We ended up having to rebuild our campaign again, so or a challenge, not our campaign. I don't know why I said campaign. (laughs) We had to rebuild our challenge again to make sure that we had all the games listed. Then we had to go back and like just log that we had played them so that it tracked it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and so we played probably half of our stash yesterday supposedly. Yeah. Like super annoying. Yeah. Super annoying.
0: Yeah. And I don't know. It I I can I guess understand from a standpoint of if it's, you know, harder to do stuff on iOS than Android or vice versa. But the fact that they're not compatible with each other, that you can't just, you know, find your account and then just move over that information, that's just, I don't know, it, just, it really sucks.
1: Well, and they had the ability to be able to export some stuff, but knowing what, finding out when it's too late, you know, I could export it from my old device, but I didn't know how to get it to the new one because everything had been shut off on my old one. Yeah. So, you know, I was trying to email it to you from my old device. I was trying to email it to myself. Nothing would come through because the connection wasn't there anymore. Had I have known we would have dealt with this prior. Yeah. And so just being, I think more, it's like a service announcement, friendly service announcement. If you plan on switching phones, whether it's Android to iOS or, Android to Android or iOS to iOS back your stuff up to to BGG or wherever like doesn't even matter i guess if it's BG stats like make sure you have all your ducks in a row apparently we just didn't do the research like i'm having to install a lot of different apps on my phone again that didn't move over and i'm not sure why but rumor has it that it's harder to move it from Android to iPhone anyway yeah but like so disappointing. Yeah. Because we, you know, we've had multiple episodes on this podcast that we've talked about how, like, excited and proud and, like, awesome for us tracking all this stuff and whatever. and
0: Yeah, and getting, and we actually have had episodes about our challenges and how far yeah. we've gotten and stuff like that. And that, you know, this is kind of throwing a wrench in it.
1: Yeah, it set us back. For sure. Like not set us back, but like we're just disappointed. Yeah. So, I mean, next year we'll be better and we'll be able to log our plays. But we like lost all of our plays from Board Game Arena that we had been tracking when we were playing with John. And all of our plays that we had tracked when we were in Arizona Mm -hmm. on vacation and like all of that stuff. But it was like pulling stuff from like 2019 Like, just things that didn't make any sense. Yeah. So, just more to make everybody aware
0: Mm -hmm.
1: how annoyed we are. No, to help you. (laughs) Yeah. So that you don't experience the same thing we did.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And enough of that, because now I'm sad about it. (laughs) Just, yeah. Yeah. We're, on a happier note, we're doing really good on our uh, challenge.
0: We are. We are. We played uh, one game that was on our challenge and one game that wasn't. So let's talk about the one that was on our challenge. We actually played the arcade expansion for Railroad Inc. Are we actually have the Deep Blue edition?
1: What's the difference
0: um, it, between they,
1: the Deep Blue and what is it? It's red or the something? The red,
0: yeah. And I think they—it's the different dice that come with it because uh, the Deep Blue edition comes with expansion dice. So like oh. it has river dice and then something else. I can't remember exactly what okay. it is. But uh, we got the expansion called the Arcade Expansion, and it has different dice in it that you can, or uh, different die in it, actually, I should say, because you use one per game and use that as an expansion. We used one that was called the Tetramino Expansion, and we did the one that's the, oh, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but it, it I think it was called the Rainbow Expansion, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm distracted by that because you were singing something about it's a little bit of magic or something.
0: Well, that that was actually the the first line and in the instructions oh, and said why. it's a bit of magic or something like that. So it made me think. Yeah, of, so uh,
1: that's I think that's queen. why I was thinking that's what it was
0: called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. So uh, we were able to play with both of those, and it was really fun. I actually like the rainbow one more than I like the Tetris one. Um,
1: Totally different.
0: Yeah, and they are totally different. And we'll kind of explain what they are. So with the Tetramino one is you roll an extra die during your rounds. Because, of course, in Railroad Inc., you're trying to draw different um, highways. And I can't remember what they reference them to, but I call them railroads, basically. And you're trying to get them to sync up to different exits for different amounts of points, but you're also trying not to make sure that some of your some of your highways and railroads like aren't just kind of off by themselves because you get negative points that way. Um, you that also that you
1: finish them.
0: Yep, yep. You get lo- you get points for longest highway, longest railroad, and then each exit that's connected to each other. But with the Tetramino dice. Or die Tetramino die. You get like certain like Tetris pieces. So you get like the weird like L-shaped one. If you if you're a Tetris fan, you get like the block, or you get the one that kind of looks like a Z almost.
1: Yeah, you get a one other one, the three on the bottom.
0: Oh, the and the
1: one on the top.
0: Oh, that's the L piece I was talking about.
1: That's not an L piece. It isn't. It's the th- three and then the one in the middle. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It. Yeah, so, so it looks like a T almost. Three, yep. Oh yeah, kind of a partial, like a really like shortened
0: T. Yeah, and then there's one yeah. that there's another one actually. It's the one that's the long piece. Yeah. And so what you do is you can actually, when you're doing these uh, streets and stuff like that, you actually put the numbers in the little corners where there's a little yellow or little white box for the rounds. But what you can do with the Tetramino die is, once you roll that certain Tetris piece, you can actually, before you even write any of your roads down or anything like that, you can um, put a like a border, pi- like board, border. yeah, border around those uh, white spots there before you put down everything. And if you fill in those spots with roads or railroads or whatever, you actually get. It's what is that, an extra point per yep. box? Yep. Yep. But then
1: um, it's like a bo- it's like a bonus point.
0: Yep. But then also reversely, that's a word. If you don't put anything in those that have those highlighted boxes or whatever, those bordered boxes, then you get negative points.
1: So and by putting if you don't put anything in it, he means like if you don't put a road fill it with road or don't fill it with tracks. Mm-hmm. Then you have to subtract points at the end so you can you it's optional whether or not you utilize that tetramino is that what it's called
0: yeah that's what tetramino it says. Yeah. die
1: during your turn but it makes the most sense to place it prior to placing the other four dice yeah moves or whatever on your on your board yeah so
0: board. so like you can kind of strategize if the dice that you roll kind of work with that Tetramino die. But also you might have to guess, like, if you don't have, you know, dice that work there or whatever, then you're going to have to be like, well, I could put this here and then hope to get it later. Like with the Tetramino die, like, you can do it once per round, but you don't have to. It's just if you think you can do it for extra points, then you can go for it.
1: Right. So I feel like when we played this, we... At least with that part or that version of the expansion, we, I feel like both of us really used that Tetramino die like a lot Mm -hmm. the first play of that one. Yeah. And then when we couldn't fill it, which I didn't realize because it was new, I forgot the part where if you didn't fill in, With a road or tracks that you score negative points for the spaces you highlighted with the tetramino stuff. So that got me. But I feel like when we played it again, that we really were choosy on which tetramino pieces we placed on our board. I think you only placed once.
0: Yeah, I only did it once because I was like... I don't feel like any of this, like what I was doing when I was playing, I feel like none of it was really shaping out for me. So I was like, I don't think these Tetramino pieces are really going to help me.
1: Yeah, it, it worked nice to know that you weren't required to play them. I think we were trying to really use that to our advantage, but it's a disadvantage if you can't fill that space. So you really have to be choosy. Yeah. Or look into the future and hope that you have some... Dice that will fill in those spots going forward.
0: Yeah. So, like, I can I can see, like, where it would be helpful if you were looking at, like, okay, I have some of these roads and railroads or railways or whatever that are kind of getting to... They're going to have to connect somehow or get that way. So, it's like... So, then maybe I would put those pieces around there so, like, I could hope to finish it and get more points that way.
1: Yeah. If it happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: but, I mean, really, you're... You're gambling on it, sort of.
0: Yeah. Oh, and it's just like any any game yeah. that has dice. Yeah. You're, you know, it's it's chance. That's what dice are. You know, so like it's it's cool to play dice games like this and like hope you have a chance. And there's some strategy, but you know, you're still kind of you're you succumb to whatever the dice roll. So exactly. You know, so sometimes you could be like, okay, this is gonna shape out wonderfully, and then the next. You know three rolls then you don't have the tetris pieces or you don't have the you know like the or it goes the wrong direction the roads one the roads ones that you you know that you want so right
1: so the other one that came with it that you were talking about was the rainbow mm-hmm. one did we decide that's what it's called is the rainbow
0: uh that's what i just decided to call it okay I we're calling
1: it the rainbow <laughs> one but it doesn't just entail rainbows it entails rainbows storm clouds and clovers
0: So with the rainbows, you can actually put them anywhere on your board. And then it also has a clover on it. And when you put clovers next to rainbows, that'll actually score two points per rainbow that's surrounded by or orthogonally next to a rainbow. So you want a rainbow and a clover together to score two additional points. Yep. Another thing that happens if you roll a rain cloud, what you do is you actually take another person's board and you put a rain cloud there to kind of block their way, basically. I think
1: they say the person to your left. For us, it yep. was just us exchanging That's our boards. That's true.
0: Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it's the person to your left. You take their board, you put a little rain cl- cloud there, it gets in the way. Uh, another thing which I didn't realize is that if you are putting a rainbow if you roll a rainbow, you can also get rid of one of those rain clouds and put a rainbow there instead.
1: Because rainbows are amazing.
0: Exactly. They're beautiful. Just like you. So then, you know, another thing that's actually pretty cool is that if you actually have one of your railways or roads connected to those symbols, that they actually don't count negatively towards the end of the game.
1: Yeah, like when we talked about it earlier... If you don't finish something, you score negative points. So if you're just stopping your road, like miscellaneously, in the middle of your board or your track or something like that, if they go into one of those items, doesn't matter whether it's a rainbow, a four-leaf clover, or a storm cloud, they do not count. And another nice thing is if one of those three um, objects on the die are placed in that center square, which I don't think we talked about earlier, but placed in the center square, there's a three by three grid in the center. If any of them are filled in that space, those count also. So that three by three square, whatever spaces you fill that up with are counted as points at the end of the game. So if you fill up six of those squares, you get six points at end game scoring. But if you have like a rainbow and a clover in one of those, they count towards your end game scoring too, Yeah,
0: and which another, is nice. Another thing I forgot as well is that when you do a rain cloud, it has to be uh, drawn ortho- orthogonally next to a rainbow as well. So it's basically trying to keep people from drawing a clover next to that rainbow and getting those extra points. Yep. So, so you know, it's, it's a little bit of an extra thing. It's not... You know, it doesn't, like, break the game. It's not something that makes it super hard, but it's a nice little change. And, yeah. You know, it, it even before, uh, well, no, it probably was included. But even when they first made those different versions, the... Uh, blue version and the red version, they knew they were going to have expansions because technically both versions come with expansions in them. So they have a little box for like, here's your, if you want to do an expansion, this is where you put it or whatever. So like it it makes it flow very nicely to, you know, kind of play and do, and it's nothing that's very hard. We didn't play all of them.
1: I was just going to say, there's more, (laughs) but we, we don't know anything about them yet.
0: No. So they have a galactic invaders die. And then the the other one that they have is a Pluckman die. So it looks like Pac-Man, but they have to call it Pluckman for legal issues. So Nice. So we haven't played those well, yet. Those will but be fun. Yeah, we'll ex- I'm excited. I just when I first saw that those were kind of were gonna be something that was gonna be a part of that game, I was like, Well, this kind of plays to my like video game background and stuff like that. So
1: I didn't realize there were four different types of play. Like expansions in that one. That's cool. Because mm-hmm. it's like this little, if you see it or when you buy it, because you like what we're talking about, um, this box is like this little tiny, cute box, little tiny, cute pink box. hmm And um, yeah, yeah, it's just jam-packed with fun Yeah, for it's everyone.
0: A, it's like a one by two or like a one by three case. It's like real small. It's yeah. Just, just enough for the four dice and, and instructions. Mm-hmm. Which when you when you look at the price, you're like, okay, well, my, it seems like oh, maybe that's maybe that seems like maybe it's too much money, but it's really not because it gives you a, still a lot of gameplay.
1: Well, and we got how many dice with it? Four.
0: Oh, four? with the expansion, yep.
1: Okay,
0: but uh, the dice are the dice are awesomely well made. They're I mean, cute. Kind of makes me think of like uh, Dinosaur Island dice. If you guys have ever played that, um, yeah, just well made. And the games are the games have been fun. So yeah, uh, the other game that we played was a game that um, I had kind of heard about. It looked like it'd be kind of fun, and uh, we got it at one of our local game stores. And it's called uh, District Noir. Um, this is a game by Pandasaurus Games, and so uh, this is a game where it is you're fighting for control of territories and getting support. And it's just kind of got this like dripping like uh, noir theme to it, but in its in its I don't know truest form, it's just a set collection where you have these different organizations that you're trying to get influence for. So what you're doing is you're dealing out five cards per player, and this is a two-player game, and then you are putting out uh, a couple of cards out on the um, table. You're also taking three cards out as well, so then there's that element of like, okay, what were those three cards that you got rid of? So what you're going to do during the game is you're going to take one of two actions. You're either going to put a card from your hand out on the table, or you're going to draw five cards from the table, and you're going to collect those for the set collection.
1: And by drawing, he means the only cards you can draw... Are the ones that are face up and visible, so you're not like miscellaneously drawing them from the a draw stack.
0: Yes, and you're actually drawing them from the furthest right of that row. Display and display, and then going to the left until you draw five cards, and then putting them in front of you. Yep. So the way to get the different amount of points is depending upon who has majority rules in those certain organizations or whatever you want to call them.
1: So those cards are called supporters.
0: Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. So then what you, what is happening is you're trying to get majority rules between the supporters. So there's different colors. There's like a blue, a pink, an orange, and then like a reddish color.
1: No, uh, yellow.
0: Or yellow? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Sometimes the colors I don't even understand. So hopefully they are... Um, colorblind friendly. Yep. No, you had the rest of them right. <laughs> yep, and then they have these uh, other cards. And what are the other cards called?
1: The other ones are positive cards, which are you're making alliances with different areas. And then there's negative cards, which are you're making. You're basically betraying.
0: Oh, like making enemies or yeah. something like that. Yeah.
1: Tre- you're you're making deals and you're causing treachery.
0: Yeah. yeah. Basically,
1: is what they they'd what say. they say yeah yep
0: yep so you do this back and forth thing where you you know either play the cards or collect them or whatever and you go until that stack of cards actually runs out
1: can I chime in with one more thing
0: yes of course
1: in this uh, also in this stack of cards are three city cards mm-hmm. and if at any time someone ends up collecting three city cards they automatically win the game. So that's where even more strategy comes in because you want to think about how you can lay out these city cards so that you have the opportunity to potentially collect all of the city cards and display them in front of you so you win the game. Yeah. And they just have, they're basically just portrait pictures of like, like a sepia color of portions of the city
0: yeah, so it's like what, in the, the in the district. Was it like the city hall and then the police station. And the docks. And the docks. Yeah. Yep. yep. Which is perfect. Yep. Yeah. So then you get to the end of the game and if you haven't won by collecting all those those three city cards, you'll actually score points by majority of those factions or whatever those things are again. I can never supporters. think of supporters, thank you.
1: The faction <laughs> is the Oh, is people that, that you're switching because the pe- there's this the cool that coin that on. comes with the game that has the basically the one side is uh he kind of looks like a newsboy mm-hmm. with like a news cap on and the other side is a dark silhouetted figure of a guy with a hat on
0: kind of looks like a detective or yeah
1: something like that, and yeah. so it it's two-sided like a Player token, mm-hmm. and you just flip it back and forth and take turns that way. Yep. And those are factions.
0: Okay, sorry. So going back to the supporters. <laughs> yep, sorry. So whoever has the most in the certain supporters would actually get those points for the game. So, like, if uh, the yellow supporters, which are eight points, if you had the most amount of those, you would actually score eight points. You don't score eight times however many cards you have. You just get those eight points because that's what that represents.
1: Yeah, and you don't do, like, if you had three of those eight, you don't do three points or yes. something
0: like that. Yep, yep, exactly. So everybody's got a value. So, like, those supporters go from five to eight.
1: Yep.
0: Another way you can score points is if you have a collection of one of each of those four supporters, then you would get five bonus points for each set you had. Another way you get it is through those alliance or betrayal cards. So you add up the positive and the negative cards that way. And then you add your tolls between the two players and whoever has the most points wins. And ties, we don't care about ties, so that's not going to happen.
1: We don't talk about ties. We
0: don't talk about ties, except for how much we don't like them.
1: I actually don't think that they even talk about ties in this game. Oh. oh, yes, they do. If there's a tie, check who has the majority of value seven support cards. See, we didn't even know that because we don't play ties. <laughs> I was like, they don't even have a section on ties. Mm-hmm.
0: That's because we block it out because we, we don't, don't like care. them. That's right. But um, yeah, I like this game. I'm terrible at it, but I love it. He
1: might not be the greatest.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Um, you're not being very supportive. I but I, love, I that. love
1: to support you, but it was interesting. <laughs> Your score was interesting. Our first play, and then you went. I... Why? Why is that? Because you had two points. Three.
0: Say hey, three points. Give me some credit.
1: Um. Are you sure? Should I'm I look pretty it up sure on it was BG stats since we're starting over.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was three. Give me some credit. Okay, Come on.
1: Well, um, but how many points did I have?
0: Uh, way more.
1: Okay, do you want to tell him? No. No, I don't really
0: know. No, I think it was like 30-something. 30 30-something. 30 yeah. So
1: just to kind of give you an idea. So I did
0: terribly. I got all the negative points because I'm awesome. And then none of the majorities, Yeah, I don't he think. just
1: wasn't collecting much.
0: Yeah, apparently my brain did not want to play this game well. But, but he
1: still liked it. I
0: still like it, even though I'm terrible at it. So yeah, if you're looking for a, a nice set collection game that's two-player, it's got great art, and it, I, to me it plays fun. See no, and I well.
1: and I normally don't pick on you for something like that. I just thought it was funny cuz you're like I like this game and then all of a sudden you're like I'm not playing this right. Yeah, and I, I just play- don't have strategy. I haven't played
0: it great yet, but you know you what? You haven't. Hey, I still like, like it. We
1: played it a couple of times and you're like, mm, I still haven't figured this game out.
0: <laughs> I was yeah. trying to
1: manipulate him during the game though. That's what come. that's what happens in District Noir. <laughs> exactly. That's a horrible voice. That,
0: I think it's great. You should As my get, voice cracked. You should right. get a hold of Pandasaurus and say, I want to do that for a video for you guys. So you can be like,
1: oh. Do do you think they'll want me to go? Pew pew pew.
0: Yep, totally. Because because that's how guns that's go. That's
1: what that's what happens with guns. That's
0: right. Pew pew.
1: America. Okay, <laughs> <I'm> just kidding.
0: <laughs> now that's a whole conversation all in itself.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. All right. So well, anyway.
0: So hopefully you 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 know are, you want
1: to play both of these yes, games
0: because they are fun. I mean, we played a, we played them a couple of times and we really enjoyed them. So.
1: We'll probably play
0: more than that. I bet you we will. Yeah. Now that BG stats works.
1: Well, yeah, now that we're starting over. Yeah, that's true. It's oh, true that about. was a really loud show. Yeah, I'm going to have to turn Sorry. that down. Sorry, Sorry about everybody. That. everybody yep. 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 Your, your drums are hurt. Yeah.
0: Or maybe I'll just turn it off. No, I won't. <sighs> just kidding. All right. Sorry. So that's it for us for another board game edition of the MFG cast. Until next time, I'm Kurt.
1: And I'm Tracy.
0: And this was the MFG cast. Thanks for listening.